You guessed it, everybody. It's time for the Podnaughts at Chinese New Year. Yeah. Yes. So Hello, everyone. How are we doing? Today, everyone, we've got a little special podcast, and it's a Chinese New Year special. But it is only the three musketeers tonight. It is Whiteside, Duffman. Yeah, and of course, you've got Flynn. Yeah, and uh, Cooksy sadly can't make it. He's, uh, he's not too well. Get well soon, Cooksy. Again. Again. Sick note. So we're exploring Chinese New yeah, Year. Yeah, it's Chinese New Year coming up on February the 10th, so it's just around the corner. The Lunar New Year. So we thought we'd do a little bit of a feature on that. So, as we know, Liverpool is steeped in Chinese history. It's got one of the oldest Chinese communities in Europe. That comes from it being the biggest port in the world for so long. Yeah. So it was obvious that so many people, Chinese historically have traded all over the globe, the Silk Road routes and all that. It came from the time, actually, where Liverpool, 50% of the world's exports came through Liverpool's docks at one point. It's not mad to think about 50% of all, like, world export trade come from That's crazy. It's an achievement. Yeah, figures are reduced compared to nowadays, but it doesn't matter the scale of that. You can't quite fathom just how busy that port must have been. Mm. Mad, isn't it? So, expanding on the origins of Chinatown, the reason that we have got one of the biggest Chinese communities in the world, as we said, is obviously lots of the exports came from Liverpool and lots of the exports came from China, it's from Shanghai, yeah. China. So a lot of the Chinese moved over here. He set up restaurants and look how popular that's become in our culture today. Laundries and yeah. like our grandma used to deliver them. He set the, up businesses and think how much Steve added to our economy, added to our social life. Added to scrans, everyone likes a good Chinese. All the Chinese generations have came in and just made Liverpool a better place and you smashed it really. Moving on, Liverpool was actually the capital of culture in 2008 and that was down to a lot of Chinatown because if you think how culture Chinatown is, the different music, the different events, the different it's restaurants. Dead right, it's dead vibrant. It is, it? it's yeah. amazing. Like, And having one of the biggest is like a proud achievement in our city. Yeah, it looks cool. If you go down there at the minute, there's all the red lanterns on the trees. Yeah, the yeah. The Berry Street and that. It does, it looks wicked. Yeah. Yeah. My, my opinion is, though, I don't think that we've kept that jewel as good as it should be. We haven't celebrated. This city has not yeah. celebrated that enough. I mean, Chinatown no. should be a lot bigger than it is. Mm. I think it should be a lot more decorated. A lot more money should be spent in that area. And I think it's not as good as it should be because obviously moving on to the arch, we've got the biggest arch outside of China. It's That's beautiful. Like, yeah. You do see, you see a lot of tourists taking pictures. Yeah, of it like is. A, and I don't think the surrounding areas do it justice. It's got 200 hand-carved dragons on it that, you know. Wow. Shipped over from China in the year 2000. Yeah. It's an amazing... There's still a link now. Like, a lot of the students in the city come from China. They still have that link. And apparently one of the big things is when they had the Shanghai Expo, Liverpool sent a delegation out there, and that went a long way to sort of building a bridge between the two cities. A lot of students from China come here. And if you go to the Walker Art Gallery at the moment, they've got the John Moore's Painting Prize as part of the biennial. Yeah. And they they link up with 
Chinese art schools and they have lots of entries from China. So there's, there's quite a, a link still with the two cities. We've got a lot of business cool. links with China as yeah. well, haven't we? Yeah. Like, obviously, there's loads of Chinese businesses, local businesses and global businesses that have involvement in Liverpool. Yeah. So I know today's the 5th of February we're recording on a Monday night. Yeah. Uh, but I believe proceedings started on the 3rd of February in the city. Right. And they're going to go on till the 10th. Yeah, so 10th is New Year's Day in yep, Chinese New Year. Yeah, there's day. still an opportunity to get down to town and see the festivals. They've got the giant dragons that the uh, parade throughout. So I think if you just Google. Yeah, and, and you if you're looking look. for anything to do over the weekend, go there. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, amazing yeah. opportunity. There's lots like... of artwork and exhibitions on show and dances and stuff like that. Yeah. Looks really, really good. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to getting down there at the weekend. I'm going to take the dogs down and check it out. But when you look at the, the culture, who doesn't love Chinese food? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love it? It's just brilliant, isn't it? It's just so, so many yeah. flavours, so what, much taste. What's your favourite Chinese meal? If you had to say, what dish would you like? You can have a few sides to on it. What would it be? You know what? I'll go. Go on. Right, so I've got me love salt and pepper, salt and pepper chips, salt and pepper shumayas, curry sauce, can of coke. Oh, that's a 10 out of 10 that's more of a new hybridised sort of, not more of a Yeah, I think lots of food meal. gets hybridised, but that's my go-to Chinese food, like. What about you, Duff, man? I am. Um, there's loads to choose Yeah, there's from. loads. The crispy duck and pancakes, is, it's a solid, it's a midfield general, that, That's a Christmas it? Eve meal in yeah, our house. Like, if you're picking your dish, if you're picking your dinner... If it doesn't involve a crispy duck and pancakes, the midfield's not complete, is yeah. it? No, do you know what I mean? There's, I that, there's a that. gaping hole that's going to expose you. Do you have that you. as a starter or do you have it in the middle? When you say do you have it as a starter, it's Chinese is one of them dinners where you just eat a bit of everything yeah, at once. Yeah, Chinese it? is it one of them. have an order. A la, just, a la carte style meals. Yeah, it's, yeah, you just keep going. Everything's a starter. Just, yeah, but yeah, the little pancakes, chicken vermicelli. Yeah, do you share your meal with like the group if you go for the group? Well, yeah, I do try not well, to. My dad's got a story. No, because yeah. the, 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 the reason being, there are people who put their hands in the duck and then lick the fingers and that. And then, do you know what I mean? I just, I don't do it. Not very hygiene. No, do you know, double dippers, it's not right. Yeah, double dippers. So, um, dirty I was in the uh, Tagged Avenue Triangle. There's a restaurant called The Great Wall. It's, it's been there a long time. Yeah, yeah. Shout to The Great Wall. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Is that the second biggest Great Wall outside of China? <laughs> it is, yeah. Is it? And I sat there with Justine and we'd gone for a little romantic meal and I listened to two couples maybe in the 60s just over my shoulder. They're going in. Uh, well, the guy sits down and he goes, right, we all have a little bit of each other's then. And the woman stands up and goes, no, bangs on the table. <laughs> We're all having our own and that's that. And I was like... Wow, that's fucking ruthless. That <laughs> like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be quite that hard and fast with the rules. You know what? It'd be, yeah. it'd be good what the audience thinks because a lot of people split down the middle on that. A lot of people like to share, and some people don't like to share at all. So get in touch. Uh, and do you know what? We'd like to know. Got a point though, because if you go to the Matu in town, it, it's like tapas, but it's an Asian tapas. And someone says, "We'll all out of a bit of each other's," and three prawns turn up. I'm not really sharing yeah. any of them. Okay, it's only but, three, yeah, isn't it? I'll, I'll put it out to a poll then. I'll yeah, put a poll make on a the poll social media. Do you share okay. your Chinese? Yeah. So anyway, a little description of Chinese New Year, just to expand on it a bit more for the people who may not even know what it is. Chinese New Year celebrations in Liverpool. The Chinese New Year in Liverpool is a spectacle of colour, music and communal joy. This year, the festivities that we've already talked about kick off on February 1st, with the main events sprawling across the weekend. 
stunning firework display, which was said to ward off evil spirits and welcome the new year. So in Nelson Street in Liverpool, the heart of Chinatown transforms into a bustling market offering tantalising Chinese street food. You've got crispy duck, um, you've got vermicelli, you've got the shumais that we're talking about. Amazing food. You've got lots of art and crafts and workshops that bring in visitors to the country. So, as we're saying, Chinatown and Chinese New Year brings in lots of money to the economy, so it's got advantages in all aspects. And it's a good time of the year to do something a bit different because it's a bit after Christmas, there's a bit of a lull. Yeah. It doesn't cost a fortune to go down. Yeah, You've go got down, them winter blues. Go down see the speckle. Oh, I didn't give my uh, Chinese food. No. Mine is... Was that because you were planning to have some of mine and Flynn's? <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. going to finger it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so mine is a crispy shredded beef with chilli sauce. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll go with that, yeah. Okay, so also the Chinese Zodiac plays a massive part in the Chinese New Year. And culture generally, to be honest with you. So what is the animal this year? This year is... It's me. It's the dragon. It's the dragon this year? Oh, It's one of the main ones. Well, actually, I'm just going to go into a little Chinese proverb here of how these animals actually came to be and why these animals are related to Chinese New Year. So when I was in primary school, I got told this story. Anyone who's listening who's a f- from China or from Chinese descendants will probably or, know this. Or from a primary or, school. Or from Flint's primary school. Or from Flint's primary school, <laughs> if, you've got, if you've got a sharp memory. like. Yeah. So anyway, there was this proverb. So there was like a big crowd in China and there was this lake. So anyway, these 12 mythical animals got in the water and they all had a race to mark like, the hierarchy of each animal. So anyway, they were all racing and... I think the rat, it jumps on one of the other animals and says, right, as we get towards the end, I'll let you win. Because obviously the rat couldn't swim. So the rat gets on top of the animal and if you swim, you get to the finish line and the rat jumps over the finish line and comes first, even off the help of others. Ratty is the That might be weird, weird, like... The rat rat comes from, yeah. The rat so race. we've compiled a little list of what each animal does. What we're going to do is we're going to put a link to the Zodiac. A way you can like find calendar, you put, your, you date can, of birth put in, your date of birth in. Find out what animal See are what you. animal you are if you don't already know. Okay. What are you, John? I'm a, born in February 77, which makes me a dragon. I'm born in January 2007, which makes me a rat. And I was born in January 1976. And I am an old cunt. Yeah. (laughs) A rabbit. So anyway, starting off with the rat, which is me. I'll take that because I came first in the race. The rat is resourceful and versatile. Those born in the year of the rat are known for their wit, resourcefulness and adaptability. They have a keen intuition and are able to adapt at seizing opportunities, making them successful in their endeavours. So that does relate to me a little bit, actually. But you got to think it relates to everyone in that year. So yeah, that's a lot of people. It is. It's a, a lot, lot of resourceful people. people. I've had a little look at dragon, and I've got to admit, like dragon's the only mythical creature in the Chinese zodiac. All the other creatures have got like a. They actually do a, exist. Yeah, I mean, dragons—they do exist. I've been to Wales, and <laughs> they tell you they're there, and I believe them. It's just. It's, Dragons in the Chinese zodiac are seen as powerful, charismatic, and ambitious. They're natural leaders. 
driven by their dreams and are capable of great achievements. Looking at myself, I have about none of those characteristics. Mm. So uh, maybe it's in there somewhere. But yeah. yeah, I'm flattered if somebody thinks that I am those things. But yeah, I'm also apparently dragons are lucky as well. So, yeah. Yeah, the Evertonian inside me. Hope springs <laughs> eternal. You never know. Paul? Well, I'm the rabbit. The rabbit is seen as gracious, kind, and possesses a gentle demeanor. It says here, and shares Chinese. Yeah, shares Chinese. says yeah. here, yeah. So they're a peacemaker as well. Rabbits are also known for their cautious and considerate approach. Cautious? You reversed the rental car yeah. off a cliff last year. <laughs> Charismatic and ambitious, you would say that. About I would me. say that. I, yeah. I'll give you charismatic and ambitious. I'll, I'll have that. Yeah, go on. What else? What was that? It said something about you being kind, except when you can't find your shinies on the way to football yeah, on a Tuesday right. night. Oh, he gets unkind yeah, then. I get unkind yeah. then. <laughs> Shut it, you rat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so moving on, who would like to do the tiger? Yeah, if you were born in the year of the tiger. You're a natural leader. You're brimming with courage and confidence. You're adventurous, competitive, and you're ready for action. So, yeah, uh, looking good there, Tigers. If you're a snake, you are perceived as wise and enigmatic. They are thinkers who approach problems logically and excel in finding solutions. Despite their calm appearance, they are deeply passionate. And that links back to the serpents in Adam and Eve, doesn't it? The serpent is always seen as a wise creature but also very manipulative so it's like yeah i just like a different thing when i think of deeply and passionate and snake comes to mind <laughs> that's not what popped into my head <laughs> okay so i'll go next the horse the horse is energetic and independent horses are known for their spirit and energetic nature they constantly in search of freedom and adventure with an unwavering enthusiasm for life. The goat. Individuals who are born in the year of the goat are artistic, gentle and calm. I don't know why they're called goats then, because I've never seen a goat do anything artistic or calm. They make me quite nervous, goats, to be quite honest with you. But yet they're good in tranquil and beautiful environments. So it sounds like a goat's quite a cool place to be. Unless you're laying down in a slope in Scotland and one comes and rams you. Yeah, that's happened to me, man. Flipping well, well I'll tell you what, have you saw them mountain goats and where yeah. they stand? Yeah. So that might be where they can't. How do they get? Well, you've got to be calm if you stand on one nymph, like, like, like 90 yeah. degree drop ledges. They literally stand on like a centimetre ledges yeah. and you're like, how? Yeah. <laughs> but, but also, <laughs> why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But why? It's like you've got flatland. If you go down, there's loads of nice stuff to eat. Yeah. But why up there? It's Do you know what? Though, right? What I don't understand is, have you ever seen one get up there or get down? Is no, that like just a sort there. of glitch in the matrix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a problem. Like on a computer in game, innit? Where there's just somebody just like running into yeah. a wall constantly. <laughs> yeah. Like, like <laughs> why is? Hey, they might be thrill seekers. You never know. Yeah. Goats are the, the adrenaline junkies of the animal king. You know yeah. him. You know goats as well. Goats are very sexual animals. Oh, I think now. Yeah. Is that you speaking from that, experience? That's it. I was learning about that actually in one of my English lessons, believe it or not. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. my English lessons go on a bit of a tangent. Yeah, time to write so, some off step there. I need to take that one out. Yeah. Uh, right. The monkey. 
If you're born in the year of the monkey, you are clever, curious, and witty. You possess a sharp intellect and a playful nature, and you are able to solve complex problems with ease and creativity. So, nice one, monkeys. You've got to save the world. Next, the rooster. The rooster. <laughs> the rooster is observant, hardworking. Roosters are incredibly observant and attentive to detail. They're hardworking, resourceful, and courageous when facing challenges. Yeah, that view down as rooster. Is it, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like you. That it could be like a rooster rabbit. <laughs> a rabster. Put that in your English lesson. That'd be a <laughs> yeah. that'd be an interesting yeah. one. If there would there be a goat involved somewhere, wouldn't it, to create that? Yeah. So next we have the dog, which are obviously loyal and honest creatures. My dog, he's loyal and he's boss. Dogs are the epitome of loyalty and honesty. They're trustworthy, reliable and value fairness and justice. Often standing up for what they believe is right. So if you're born in that, you know, circle of life, then maybe you're the ones that should stand up. Sound like a on. good pal to have the dogs, yeah. The pig. <laughs> Those born in the year of the pig are generous, they have a compassionate nature, diligent, they're patient, and they are able to enjoy life by, they, by valuing friendship and family above all else. Pigs sound good. Mm, they yeah. do. sound like cool people. Taste good as well, don't they? <laughs> don't eat pork myself, to be honest with you, which, you know. which actually which, which negates half of the Chinese menu for me. Don't even try it. What about the bacon? I'm not bacon on now and again. No. No. You know what? When you said shumai there, I miss the shumai. I do. Oh. I what do you mean? You've, you used to pork and now you don't pork? I don't pork. You don't pork? I used to pork, pork a lot. <laughs> I used to pork like on the regular. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love a good bit of pork, me. <laughs> you were going to say a love of pork. <laughs> <laughs> Just say what you mean, Flynn. Just say what you say. <laughs> pork. <laughs> All right. So next, we're looking at some bizarre and traditional rituals that Chinese New Year brings. I heard one, actually, which is uh, first meal of the Chinese New Year has to be vegetarian. Also, Don't eat meat. Your first thing you put in your mouth on Chinese New Year shouldn't be meat. I think the idea pork. <laughs> the idea being that you're doing without the good stuff so the gods can have it. It's oh. supposed to bring luck. Obviously we talked about good luck, but before the festivities, homes are thoroughly clean to sweep away any misfortune and bad luck from the previous year. So the reason red decorations are all you go around, see a Chinese restaurant, you go to Chinatown, you've got loads of red everywhere. And the reason is it actually symbolises good fortune and joy in streets and homes and for the next year. So a unique and perhaps lesser known ritual is the wearing of red underwear by those born in the year of the Zodiac Animal. Johnny, I hope you have got red underwear on. So I haven't got any red underwear. <laughs> I don't have any so red underwear. So you have, you have underwear. <laughs> 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 <So you laughs> <have> under- <laughs> Otherwise, no good luck for you in the next coming year. Do you know what? I'd go along with that. Yeah. Um, if you think about it, Liverpool, Man United, Arsenal, they're all the most successful clubs, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. Another interesting tradition is the giving of red envelopes or Hong Bao, filled with money to children and unmarried adults, signifying the transfer of fortune from the elders to the younger generations. I'll take some Hang Bao if anyone's offering. <laughs> <laughs> Hang Bao Puk. So that was Chinese New Year, so quite interesting thing. 
Yeah, Happy New Year to yeah. all the Chinese. Happy New Chinese New Year to everyone. I hope everyone. Pronounced Sing Nian Kwai Lo. Sing Nian Kwai Lo. Sing Nian Kwai Lo. I hope I pronounced that right. Yeah. But if not, we mean you. Happy New Year. Time for Lost in Music. Now let's get into it. What happened was I was upgrading the software on a mixer and I wiped everything off so I had to do it all again. Oh, so it's not like Kathy Sledger's been in touch kicking no, off. No, just no. Honestly, we'll use a different sample. Yeah, there's Kathy. been no uh, copyright issues Sound. at all. Okay. So Cugsy went first this week. So and we know he's ill and uh, we'll find out what your animal was. I th- I was I thought the it was sloth. the slug. The, the slug. The slug. Yeah. Slugsy. Snail. Yeah. Slugsy. Yeah. Because of all the Snail. snot and goo that comes yeah. out of him. Yeah. So we think it's the year of the slug for Cugsy. Yeah. Yeah. Slugsy. And he's picked. <laughs> <laughs> she needs me by. Was it Fife Dangerfield? Cooks, he said that had a bit of everything, like his uh, yeah. Nas Barkley one last week. So, yeah, he'll still have a bit of everything in the songs, Cooksy, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. yeah. I went down following Cooksy's belter recommendation of McCallum and Butler last week. I went into a bit of a hole in sort of 90s music. I thought, I'm going to try and find the gem to match the one that Cooksy found in the 90s. And this isn't a song that I liked at the time, I just thought pop music is not for me. But you know what? It came up on the, on the playlist, you know, when you're just searching random stuff. Yeah. And it's a belter when you really listen to it. It's Gabrielle, Give Me A Little More Time. And it's a, the horns and the, the strings. It's a, it's a boss tune. Back to the nineties, that yeah. Definitely. So we've had Jay Kendall on Facebook. Shout out Send to Jay, the big dog, big big promoter of the show. Love Jay, and he's give us a Kyle brackets. I found you by Fred again. Oh yeah. I had them like 4D audios, this is it. Something about that, like. Yeah. Only. 
So this song is an absolute classic. I've been getting into me country lately and some argue that it might not be. I think it's one of the most popular. It just like gives me the feeling of driving with my window down in the summer in, an, in America with me window down in me Mustang. He's had two lessons. <laughs> He's Flint just started us. Flint just started us diving lessons. Listen, Lord of Attraction. And suddenly he's on Route 66 doing I'm a one I'm on Route 66 doing 100 miles per hour in me Mustang down the desert. And it is Sweet Home Alabama. Turn left at the Asda. Because <laughs> it's lesson number two. <laughs> I'm picturing you in a Fiesta, Flynn, with this blasting and some fella with a clipboard. <laughs> and that was by Leonard Skinner. Leonard uh, Skinner? Yeah, yeah, so... Um, that's my driving instructor. <laughs> but it's a tragic story with them as well, isn't it? They, they were in a plane clash, weren't they? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they were in a plane clash. I'm sure they had wiped them all out. No way. Yeah, so I'll have a little look into that, guys. My choice this week is Paranoid by Black Sabbath. <laughs> You know, weirdly enough, that song is actually played all the time in the motorcycle clubs on GTA. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? I've just overtook you when you fiesta in my Mustang, lad. You're going into seventh gear. I'm, I can only go into fifth. Yeah, you've got a black box, lad. You're not doing over yes. 30s. <laughs> and that was Lost in Music. Yeah. Okay, I think it's time we do the shout outs. Yes. Yeah. Shout outs this week. I'll go first. Shout outs to your man on toast from the pub quiz. Oh, they yeah. Know they are. They great. know who they are. Obviously, the usual number 42 podcast. Yeah, happy to. Jay Ryan, Jake Kendall. Shout out to Cugsy on his deathbed yeah. again. So get well soon, Cugs. Slugs. Yeah. Sorry. Paul Cole, Crypto Kev, super, super special, heartfelt shout out to Miles. Thinking of you, mate. Um, yeah, big, big shout out to Miles. We know you've yeah. had a hard time. Jimmy Allen coming on the podcast, Ooh, yes. you know, and, yeah, and spreading the word. So thanks a lot to Jimmy and to Mrs. And Mr. and Mrs. Allen as well, new fans of the podcast. Yeah. This mum and dad. Welcome, so welcome. Wicked. Uh, Shano, also new, new listener to the podcast, and to Al. Shout out to Al and love to Simone as well from me. Shout out to one of my closest mates. Shout out to Phil, new listener of the podcast. Big no Phil. way. Big Phil. Shout out to Phil, one of my closest mates, being with me through the end of secondary. He's with me through everything in the past few years, really. Boss mate. You know who you are, Phil. 
Yeah, nice cool. one for listening. He's cool, Phil. Not All that Phil. Phil. Not the one you think you are. It's the other Phil. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're just onto the socials right now. So obviously, if you can find us on Facebook, Instagram at the Podnaut, P-O-D-N-A-U-T-S. If you like to emails, it's the Podnaut at gmail.com. Yeah, get in touch, everyone. Get in we touch. Love, get, we love. Uh, I'm going to put some polls out this week. So see if you can answer them. And also on Spotify, if you can follow us on Spotify, love the analytics and comments on the show as well. We're going yeah. to cut the show short tonight because we've got to wax our snowboards because we're, we're off to Slovakia. Yeah, fresh and ready. Yeah. yeah. So we just I've got have... a big piece of pork to rub yeah. on the So it's a Three Musketeers annual snowboard trip. It's my second time uh, going. Actually, we're called the Bikey Boys. The Bikey Boys, my bad. Yeah, but uh, no, we are we're going away and we are going snowboarding and we hope to bring you some funny stories from that one, maybe even a podcast. Before we go, though, we will be podcasting. Yeah. With big news. The Scouse Ramblers next Scouse week. Scouse Ramblers, in. man. They look, Scouse they Ramblers. look wicked, yeah. man. They look so, cool. So shout yeah. out to the Scouse Ramblers. For big shout out to the Scouse Ramblers. Yeah, we'll on. see you yeah. next week, guys. Yeah. And any more guests that want to come on, contact the show. You know, yeah. we've had some amazing guests on so far. And we want to hear about you. Yeah, we've, we've got some cool guys lined some, up, actually. Really yeah, we've got do. some serious ones. We've got some serious issues. That serious be, shows lined up. Yeah, some serious ones. All the listeners... Be prepared for the next few months. But the thing is, it's mad because the people who think they haven't got, everyone's got a story to tell and everyone's got something interesting to say. Yeah. If you've got a business to promote or you want to tell a story or you've got something that you think of might help other people, come on with it because we want to hear We want to meet you. We've had some absolute gems from across the city already, haven't we? Yeah. And that was The Podnotes. Thanks, everyone. That's